What is I? That very sticky attribute. to share some of the recent explorations of the nature of reality. Grateful to Amanda Riso for that track called Anata, I Am a Strange Loop. We'll be talking about that very anata or no self as well as i am a strange loop douglas hofstetter one of the most profound realizations that happen in enlightenment is recognizing that awareness which we do gym repetitions in order to become truly aware of awareness and abide as awareness rather than the thought clouds that appear and disappear we stay as the sky of awareness in which the thought clouds arise and pass that in itself is a very profound revelation that that very diamond was around the neck the whole time rather than seeking externally for peace and happiness in maya in the dream delusion rather we recognize that awareness's nature itself is peace and happiness now after that profound revelation we undergo another profound revelation which is that well we share our same source we share our awareness awareness is not personal awareness is impersonal Awareness is shared, impersonal, eternal. Okay, this is why we've been told that that which you seek is the seer. The seer is God. Okay, so now we have this very all-inclusive awareness, impersonal, shared, all 8 billion of these units. Okay, so now we begin calling this the one I. We begin calling this the one God self, the same single self only. This very formless, non-physical existence, awareness is formless. 
The very nature of the subject is formless. It's non-physical. And then we also recognize that that very nature of the formlessness is to witness stilly the infinite creation. Just like is happening on all of the modulations on our devices right now as you watch this is that you're getting these audio and video modulations that are happening that are changing moment by moment the very impermanent nature versus the very permanent nature and so now you get to this point where a very profound place in enlightenment is the very abiding as the all-inclusive awareness or this capital S self-realization or God realization or the one I or the one God self or all-inclusive awareness or the great I am being formlessly still and endlessly witnessing infinite creation. Now, this is going to get a little bit strange luby. So this is why the seeking impulse is the truest thing about you. Because even God is an attribute. Even the all-inclusive awareness, the very great I am, the very one God self, the one I is an attribute. And so then we ask, who, what observes the one I? How do we access that which observes the one I? And what is that? And am I that? Rather than the all-inclusive awareness, the great I am, might I be that which observes the great I am? Might I be the source of the great I am? So this is the very sticky attribute that we mentioned, the very last attribute as you go in or as you go out, it's the very first attribute. The one eye is as the first last attribute, our crown assumption. The title of the video, the crown assumption is this capital S self. The most poignant intoxicative simulation by the agentless. Woo. So the meaning of the question, what is 
eye goes beyond the all-inclusive awareness to what is known as the anatta, the no-self, the very agentless. You turn the great I am into an object and transcend it. And you gain access to your source, the very no-self that creates the first attribute that is the most poignant intoxicative simulation, crown assumption of self. This is also very powerfully visualized by many of the greatest artists of all time. MC Escher is one of them. And the very simple visual that helps the process become easier to understand is, is that you are the source that makes perception possible. You are the very creator of perception. So you create God. You simulate God. You are the no-self-void shunya that out of emptiness manifests the first attribute, which is God. The capacity to observe, to witness. So your very sticky eye that is so intoxicative and it's so sticky. It's so salient. It's such an illusion. It's such a simulation. But it's a complete... Not what you think it is. And yet it is our most powerful tool. Awareness, witnessing, observation, God is the most important tool. We need to be able to have the power to know The very that I am enables us to know, to experience, to observe, to witness, to be aware. So...
The crown assumption is self. The very first attribute is an assumption. Well, that changes the whole game of what enlightenment is. For many people, including myself, to have a very unified theory of what is actually going on in awakening and spirituality and enlightenment is very important and mission critical. It's one of the things that excites me a lot about Bentinho Massaro and the team and the No Limit Society. The very persistent excitement of the highest caliber around being the Navy SEALs of spirituality is gorgeous. And so you have things like this that can be shared with people that enable them to more easily have a navigable roadmap for awakening. Join me if you'd like to relax a bit. And when we do that, what we do is we relax away from the mind toiling us around between thought clouds and we abide more and more as the formless subtle awareness and then we can relax even more into not describing our experience and then become more and more comfortable with that one god self and holding that entire all-inclusive awareness turning that into an object and transcending even that recognizing oneself as source, recognizing oneself as the one infinite creator, and recognizing the fact that the very sticky first attribute that's illusory is this crown assumption of self. A void void is the meeting place of self no self. So the very infinitude and nothingness and the warm is where that very no self self stickiness, first attributeness, illusion takes place. Nothingness and the crown assumption of self are best friends, inextricable. Again, that very warm of void of void is the meeting place, is the very best friendship that is inextricable. There will perpetually be a sense of I. 
you'll never be able to get rid of the sense of I. There has to be an observation. There has to be a witnessing. There has to be an awareness. You have to have that in order to experience or know or have an I amness in realities. Everything is a creative forcing function of that very avoid void om, never still, yet perpetually still. And this is when it is talked about transcending the very nature of coming and going, transcending the very nature of birth and death, transcending the very nature of unmanifested and manifested, of void and infinity. of ego and enlightenment, of self, no self. All these polar juxtapositions that assist us develop lexicon and lattice work around the maps that help in the process to move away from suffering towards awakening, yet at the same time, those very poles are transcended into ineffable perfection that we already are. Enlightenment is knowing this, then peacefully doing the laundry, being awake as a normie. We'll get to this in a bit, but the stopping of the seeking impulse at awareness, let alone impersonal, awareness let alone getting stuck even prior to that at things like trauma work or parroting oneness and love without becoming aware of awareness this is why a unified theory is so needed. Because the very nature of reaching milestones in this process of piercing the veilless veil, walking through the gateless gate in one's awakening slash enlightenment, you don't know when what you hit as these milestones is the quote, end end the quote done done and it's cute because sometimes the conditioning of the costume 
will step forward and reveal itself because it will become attached. It's happened to me. But so if you get so far in the process of awakening to this quote, end, end, done, done, where you transcend even the most illusory intoxicative attribute of self itself and really truly recognize oneself as source, as the creator, as the very void shunya emptiness of that no self that is eternal, that is ineffable, that is perfect, that is undergoing the process of these dreamed creations infinitely. If you can get where that no self and self meet for that little illusionary dance, that first attributive intoxication, you, be, you can become more of a Jedi in navigating all of these layers. Because as Frank Yang has mentioned on the show several times, there's really this process of even as you get the quote end end, that the dissolving of that sense of I, even at the level of the one God self, that the dissolving of that, the very transcending God itself, seeing God as your tool, as what you simulate to observe, to witness, to aware, to know. The very nature of your costume has an attachment that's been conditioned for a long fucking time. And to be free of the fucking crown assumption is itself a very long, arduous process that is also sudden as it is gradual, yet it is also something that, like Frank said, can take a long time, like a dozen years. And... It's very trippy because you've spent your entire life with a sense of I and now the sense of I is dissolving piece by piece until it goes pop. And this isn't to say that you lose individuation. You don't lose individuation. You just gain knowledge of the true nature of reality and then like is written here you peacefully do the laundry and you be a normie but you're at a level of being able to navigate the entire stack of this so-called unified theory and when you know that this so-called crown assumption this first attribute of awareness of self is even an intoxicative illusion itself, you really become more empty. And as you become more empty, you don't attach identity to your expression, your fireworking. In order for your costume to firework in this 
emptiness infinite vortex that we're in where the universe is fucking itself that your firework if it doesn't know its true nature across all of these layers of enlightenment and awakening you will have blind spots and when you have blind spots your conditioning will come up and when your conditioning comes up you will commit malevolence or you will be egotistical you will have a service to self dynamic that has a lack belief or a need or seeking validation and it's super duper subtle the more empty you can be the more you can also allow the spontaneous rigpa to emerge that very groundless ground to emerge spontaneously in pure alignment with the one intelligence versus being aligned with some sort of egoic onion layer of conditioning that you're not even aware of and so empty 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 it out be free of your conditioning be free of your psychology be free of your attachments be free of your layers of identity and become a really good steward shepherd for the global enlightenment for maximizing our potential and so this is why with our homies that we respect tremendously like Douglas Hofstadter I am strange loop is a great way to put this because in the end we are self-perceiving self-inventing locked in mirages that are little miracles of self-reference So the very nature of the crown assumption of self is that it is self-inventing. We invent ourselves. Emptiness invents the self. Some of these zingers are really and so take your time with the digestion of said understanding that even the very sticky intoxicative I that you've been referencing your entire life is completely self-invented. And yet, we intelligently, as intelligent infinity, 
we intelligently use these self-referencing, self-inventing sense of I, which is why God is this first attribute, seeing or observing or witnessing or awareness is so fucking profound. We're smart because we know that that's the core thing. And you have to have this best friend's relationship between nothingness and the first attribute of awareness so that you can't tell the difference. Because if you can tell the difference, imagine how unable you would be to experience reality. Basically, no self and illusory self have to be married as fuck, have to be best friends in order for there to be able to be awareness or an observer or a witness, the power to know, the feeling of I am. We as intelligent infinity are genius. We as source leverage the coolest feature, which is such an indistinguishably, inextricably tight relationship between nothingness and everything that the sense of fucking I is simulated from that process. And that's why this a mirror mirroring a mirror resonates because when you empty the mirror of the conditioning what you get is you don't get the conditioning that comes up you don't get the entity with all of its conditioning Rather, you get entity empty, pure mirror. And when you're a pure mirror, you are a pure mirror mirroring a mirror that, again, depending on the conditioning, it might have those impurities. And by impurities, we mean distortions, which mean attachment to identity of conditioning, lack beliefs, needs, seeking validation. And this is why Bentinho and Team's Navy Seals of Spirituality is on fire because this No Limit Society is all about purification.
it's super profound. So there's a bunch of mirrors mirroring to mirrors. That's what this is. The sense of I inside of that mirror, DNE, it does not exist. It's illusory, it's sticky, and it's intoxicative. So even the simulated self is the last cheeky cunt pre-emptiness void. As Frank Yang would say, that very illusory, sticky, intoxicative sense of I is the last cheeky cunt. The simulated sense of self. Dissolve, 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 dissolve. So, so emptiness void. So it's like a series of clicks, which we're going to go through, but you click away from the cloud of thought in mind towards the formless subtle awareness and then you click from the formless subtle awareness into the very impersonal all-inclusive great i am of god and then that begins to really feel like i'm witnessing infinite creation and then you recognize more and more subtly infinity and you recognize more and more subtly that even God itself, the very all-inclusive awareness can be popped as an object transcended. And this very voidy, shunya, formless, voidness, emptiness, is no selfie And things like this really assist in the process when you do dive into the very kaleidoscopic, the very fractally, the very practice of abiding more and more as no self. You really can't find the sense of I. It's totally simulated. It's like trying to find the sense of I when you create a dream. You go to bed, you dream a reality at night, and you simulate the observer in that reality for you to witness it. Where is the sense of I? Completely fabricated, completely simulated. There is no self. That entire dream is 
its emptiness appearing as form and that form being made of emptiness, as is said in the Heart Sutra. And so these mystic tradition wisdoms have been taught for thousands of years. And so today we're in modernity and we're confused in the parable of the prodigal son, trying to find peace and happiness externally and getting hit with all these sledgehammers of suffering. And we're turning inward. We're becoming aware of awareness. There's a lot of perverse shit that keeps people from even popping out into being aware of awareness in the first place. And there's more. That's why this entire unified theory is so, so critical. And yes, it is literally the last cheeky cunt that simulated self. That's why the whole idea of Buddha's anatta is so, in many ways, spiritually and mystically, aimed to be understood across the traditions because Theravada Buddhism specifically having this very anatta, no self as such a high last stage of enlightenment is in a sense not necessarily found across the other mystic traditions. Whereas one could say things like the very nature of Atman or the very nature of soul or the very nature of self, that that's very, in a sense, applicable for the creations themselves. That's why there feels like there's this very sticky, continuous, cyclic process of your involvement in the ascension within this creation within this very specific planet orbiting the star with the civilization that's been evolving and ascending and dialectically interplaying as Leela, the divine play, that there feels like there's that sense of self, the sense of soul, the very Atman. And so there are ways to also, again, very unifyingly create an understanding that spans all of the layers and lenses rather than get stuck. And so last stage of enlightenment, the automatic but illusory sense of I disappears. Dissolve, as Frank Yang's been saying on the program, dissolve, more and more dissolve, 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 the very cheeky cunt simulated self. It's the crown assumption because it's so sticky it's so intoxicative it's so inseparable inextricable it's the very first most important aspect for us to be able to design and immerse ourselves in these dreamed realities so even God, the all-inclusive awareness, the one God self is simulated. The very cheeky cuntness of even God, the all-inclusive awareness itself. The very great I am itself. All right, so I think I'm going to share with you guys this as well. And that'll be a wrap along with a couple 
last images. So basically each spiritual concept, as Frank Yang has also mentioned on the show, can be intellectualized and then it can be experienced and then it can be realized, right? So this is where we're talking about popping out into these as Rumi and many great mystics have said, you deepen and deepen and deepen this enlightened realization and that once you get to this very ineffable emptiness, your very source, and you pop in and see that even the awareness itself that's all-inclusive, one God self, was an illusion and a very intoxicative illusion. And then you pop out another one back to reality where you begin in a sense going like, ah, oh, that is object called camera. Like even that phrase this quote object called a camera, even that phrase becomes so foreign to you. Let alone the third density matrix machinery that perpetually keeps people asleep. So each one of these spiritual concepts, in a sense, if you're going to take it from that very third density matrix asleepment architectures of our own creation, we're such great designers of asleepment architectures. The very lockless escape rooms, the very chainless chains, the very veilless veils, gateless gates that people have to pierce and walk through. So the idea is that first you get this intellectual understanding. You're like, okay, I get it. The cloud is a thought and it appears and disappears inside of the awareness that is the sky. And so, you know, you get this intellectual understanding and then over time it becomes more experiential, direct experience, and then... It becomes realized. And when it's realized, your entire being shifts. Your whole perception shifts. What you identify as shifts. And now you are way more aware of observation and seeing. In the last couple of months, my ability to abide as awareness has just gone. It's just increased so significantly. And it's been gorgeous. And so that's the idea is that it becomes more and more part of you, realized as you, rather than intellectualized or even direct experience. And then beyond awareness, you undergo again the same process. As you can see below, you can think about it like infinity, where you have this very intellectual understanding, okay, infinite awareness, infinite consciousness, infinite witnessing, infinite observation, okay, infinity, infinity, infinity. And then over time, it becomes more experiential where you're like, oh my gosh, okay, planet Earth is one song. And there's an endless amount of ways for us to put musical notes into songs. And so we're on the dance, the eternal dance 
Okay, now we're feeling it more. And then you feel it more and more and more. And then it, you just get shattered into infinitude. And at that point, then, the realization is so effortless. You just vibrate out the sunlight. But the trick is, is that you haven't emptied out your conditioning yet. This is really where I'm at right now. I'm at a very cheeky cunty stage where basically I'm watching myself hypervigilantly and I'm catching my conditioning repeatedly and purifying it. It's so cheeky cunty. It's unbelievably subtle. Most people are so gross and physical. They have nowhere need they don't even know where they're coming from ever. They're just chasing the carrots being dangled by Lakshmi in Maya. When you're really analyzing where you're coming from, this specifically applies to this void and emptiness. So rather than where you're coming from, coming from your conditioning, rather it's coming from that shift into permanent alignment with love, light, Leela. And so you empty out all of these layers of conditioning repeatedly over and over again. You pop out of even the sense of I because the sense of I has so much fucking baggage and conditioning with it. This little Atlas costumes sense of I has so much conditioning that you're not transparent to. So the Atlas costume isn't transparent to its own conditioning. And so the only way to honestly purify the conditioning is to vigilantly watch yourself and repeatedly purify where you're coming from so you're not coming from the garbagey, luggagey conditioning. And so over time, you get to this place where more and more that dissolving of the sense of I to this place of very profound emptiness. And again, things like this really help in the process. The very fractally kaleidoscopy, the very also really, you know, stuff like this helps a lot as well where you gain the very visual understanding as well of how the sense of I is completely illusory, your own creation. You created the illusion of the sense of I so that you could experience these realities. But the conditioned sense of I does not want to hear that because the conditioned sense of I doesn't want to die. It doesn't want to dissolve. But after it dissolves, you don't just go into voidness and that's it. It's not what happens when you, it's a layer, it's a lens. You're able to navigate from this very emptiness out to infinitude or to all-inclusive awareness or to personal awareness or to helping somebody navigate with an object like this microphone if needed. You become a Jedi. Right, as we mentioned, you go back to doing the laundry. 
Before enlightenment, do laundry. After enlightenment, do laundry. But do it abiding as that which created this entire experience rather than being a victim to creation, to the world. Rather than feeling unsafe, which is a complete illusion. And it's cancerous to society. And so, obviously, we know M.C. Escher was one of the best artists that's ever lived. And that spark of the infinite ended up creating many of the visuals that help us understand that we are actually the source that simulates reality, which further simulates itself. So reality simulates itself into existence perpetually. The very sense of I simulates out the experience of the conditioned sense of I, which then simulates out the next conditioned experience of the sense of I until you break that with stream entry and enter into that and then create the juxtapositions for yourself to decipher between the difference when you're coming from the bullshit conditioned sense of I versus when it's just spontaneity of God's love light aligned, arising in pure service to others, really from the roots, purifying repeatedly. And even when you play and you crack jokes and you dance and you sing and all of this stuff, it's again, it's a very cheeky cunt. I'm experiencing this right now as well, where is it coming from that pure spontaneity aligned with God's love light? Or is there a little bit of cheeky cuntness to it where there's also a layer of conditioning that wants to be seen by other sparks of the infinite? by itself so is the bird singing to be seen by other birds so you should be able to decipher the difference between when you're speaking or playing or creating or whatever for validation to be seen by other fireworks by other birds or when you're just singing because you fucking love singing like the bird when you just firework because you effortlessly do that. And so here's a little bit more of the strange loopiness of the Douglas Hofstetter. And you can see that very sense of eye that just goes as these frames, as these very static frames every billionth of a second. And that's perpetuating its own illusion until there's a stream entry into recognizing the illusion of that very stickiness. And it can also be visualized this way as well. The very frames of that movie in these billions of seconds. And so in this third density, this very metaphysical map delivered by Ra in the Law of One, you're 
with this self-awareness, this nature of being able to reflect on your own nature, and you have this will and choice to align yourself frame by frame more and more towards awakening, towards enlightenment, towards deconditioning yourself from your egoic onion layers to awareness, and then even deconditioning yourself from that one God self, all-inclusive awareness to the very source, to void, to shunya, to emptiness, to that infinitude endlessly expressing itself and firework from there purely in service to others. And so as you go through this process, this very strange loopy process, if you see it more and more kaleidoscopically, you will become more and more realized in the stage of void shunya emptiness and in the prior stages as well the very infinitude the very awareness the very ability to navigate even into the third density matrix architectures and be in service to others as you do that and so these are all of the lenses and if you can throw on the lenses and recognize that you first get there intellectually then you get there more and more experientially and then it becomes realized and even with the realized there's no quote end end although there is an end end there's also a deepening so over time you purify more and more and more and more you just become a self-purification engine like bentinho says as well as their deepening the realization over time as you assist more and more in service to others, you refine your abilities as well. All right, that's pretty much the core of the crown assumption of self. So let's jam on some more of the musica as we go out and just remember that your your very Your very understanding of the crown assumption being self, the very first attribute being self, the very most sticky, intoxicative part of our creation being the fact that we create the ability to be aware or to know our experience, that is such a key in the journey, that is such a key in the dance, that is such a key in the process of awakening, of enlightenment. So recognize more and more no self, recognize more and more anatta, recognize more and more shunya, void, emptiness, purify yourself away from your conditioning, abide more and more as coming from a pure mirror place.
yeah. That's all. I hope the video brought you tremendous value. Give it a like. Help the algo. Subscribe if you haven't. Leave a comment with your thoughts. Share the video with those that you know this would be profoundly influential on. And let's jam a bit more on this outro and then we'll wrap. I adore you infinitely. Thank you so much for tuning in. And try the practice right now. Try to over time become more and more sensitive to the stickiness and the very illusion of the conditioned sense of I. Okay, I'm gonna bring you up to one of my favorite parts. Her transition here is so good. Reflect on what is I? What is I? What is I? What is I? in the bio below abide as source as the one intelligence as the infinite creator of even God of even the all-inclusive awareness become more and more sensitive to the intoxicative stickiness of self transcend even that conditioned I to the very no self empty 